Welcome to episode 25 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Man, that was fast. 25 episodes. Really, really, time just flies. I know. We started in August of 2015. Here we are in September of 2016. Mm-hmm. 25 episodes. That's about two, uh, two a month. That's yeah. what it's averaged. Yeah. So thank you for sticking with us and mm-hmm. listening to us prattle on about a hobby that only you and I and you, the listener, Yes. can understand. You know who you are. <laughs> I know. Let's get started with some hobby progress. Death Watch. Been working on Death Watch. Yep. Man, those models are amazing. The more I yes. paint them, the more I love them. They look so great. And it's funny because first you weren't excited for this. I know. You I were wasn't. like really just like, eh, yep. wow. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Now, now you're all into the Death Watch. They're, they're full of little details. The models are full of details that once you start painting them, you it just sort of, you notice them and you obviously have to work on them to bring them out. And it's been challenging me mm-hmm. to try new techniques and do new things to really try to bring out the beauty of the models. And I think, it, I think frankly, working on Death Watch models has improved my painting. Yeah. Wow. Really? Huh. Yeah. I think I'm working on a uh, kill team right now. Yeah. Done four completed... Uh, four of them are done and I think they're among some of the best models I've ever painted wow yeah so I think they look fantastic I haven't posted any photos of yet but hopefully I'll be posting them soon um, oh by the way my, my Instagram is George Ruiz at George Ruiz uh, G-O-R-G-R-U-I-Z that's that's where I post most of the Warhammer stuff some of it ends up on our Facebook page on the War on yeah. the Eye of Terror's uh, Facebook page but not all of it please follow him he needs friends I, I need friends <laughs> <laughs> I need followers. <laughs> no, I, I think there's a lot of folks who are already following. Yeah. We're following each other because I follow all the, all the painters and frontline gaming and a bunch of Amy Snugs and a bunch of great painters whose stuff I admire. I still haven't gotten the uh, the Corvus Black Star, but that's definitely going to get painted up mm-hmm. once that gets into my hands. I've got I've got a model with he's got the frag cannon, right? He's a blood angel, and then I did an ultramarine as either he's going to be a sergeant or a captain. He's got a combi plasma. With the Xenophase blade. Yep. I have a Space Wolf, naturally, with a heavy Thunder Hammer. As, as he should be equipped. And then I have a Black, uh, let's see, did I make him Black Templar? Who's my other guy? I've got a, the combination of the Heavy Bolter and the Heavy Flamer. Isn't that like the Infernus, Heavy Infernus Bolter? Something like that. Yeah, something, something like that. Something so cool. I picked a chapter that I have no idea what it is. It, it has like a lion crest or like a griffin crest. Ha, the, howling, the, the howling griffins? Could be the howling griffins. I, I think that's what they're called. I it, think they're I think they're an ultramarines subchapter. Oh, no, no, no. no? Sorry. I did uh, I did that guy because it's a heavy bolter. I did him as Imperial Fist. Oh. Okay. Which makes sense. Yes. You very much know who those people are. Yeah. I know the Imperial Fist. No, it's I did a generic combi, uh, combi plasma guy as a howling griffin. Okay. Right. I think that's it their name and if it's not their name then i've just lost serious geek cred right now <laughs> i want to paint a terminator a death watch terminator yeah uh because i'll put them in a plasma sorry i put them in a thunder hammer and storm shield combination to yeah. act as a sort of a shield and wall man yeah he'll be a fire magnet and he'll suck yeah. up all the all the all the you know plasma that goes comes his way <laughs> uh, yep as long as he doesn't no one's I've been painting these guys. I'm really happy with the results. So um, anyway, I, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about some of the washes I've been using because mm-hmm. I have really gotten a lot of value from using the right wash on these models. I, I think they've really helped to bring them out. 
I'm sure you guys, and when you paint, are, have you are using washes, and you're you're primarily using GW's washes, which are excellent. I I I, I rely on Agrax Earthshade, the brown mm-hmm. wash from GW. I have I have bought the extra large bottle because yes. I go through it so fast. Hmm. It it it's great if you do gold. You want to do like um, like the sort of reddish or darker gold, and then apply the acrylic earthshade, and then add a layer of a much lighter gold, and it just sort of brings depth to the gold you otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah. And you can finish with a little bit of storm host silver, a little bit in the right on the edges, so it looks like it's the brightest where the light hits it, and that gives you a real depth to the gold paint. And you can only do that with wash. So Agrax Earthshades is, is absolutely wonderful. I use Nolan Oil a lot, but my, one of my favorite, um, actually black washes is the one by Vallejo, the Vallejo model wash for dark vehicles. Um, it comes in a larger bottle and it's a thicker than a Nolan Oil. So you get more contrast. And I've been using that, for example, on the, um, shoulder plates that the Death Watch have. Mm-hmm. I, I paint them in usually in, uh, the lead belcher, which is sort of the metallic silverish, sort of a dull metallic silverish. And then I apply this uh, Leho model wash in black on there so they get nice and dark. And then I um, go over it with a, a dry brush of uh, Stormhole Silver. So now all the runes and letters um, from Death Watch on the shoulder pads stick mm-hmm. out. Yeah. There's real deep contrast because of the ink. And then I apply Army Painter's uh, Blue Tone. Army Painter is a wonderful line of inks. And washes, um, and I use uh, ink, their blue tone ink uh, that's been watered down a little bit with some uh, lime and medium, so that I don't lose the actual color, like I would with water. And I just apply a little bit of that to give it kind of a bluish glow. Yeah. And then I go back again with more storm hose silver to bring up the raised letters, so that they look they pop silver. So you have yeah. like this subtle blue glow emanating from their sort oh, that's of nice. silver. Arm. Yeah, yeah. And that's something I, I've been doing. So it takes a while to get all of that layering done in, on the Death Watch shoulder pads and arms, but it's it's totally worth it. Uh, the other other washes I really, really like, I do a lot of weathering effects. Yeah. And I've been relying a lot on um, Vallejo's model wash uh, rust, just a simple rust one. Yeah. Fantastic. Looks great. You just, you can paint um, a piece of a metal, like, you know, using lead belcher or, you know, yeah. just a standard sort of metal color. And you put that, you put that, you, you should darken it with some, with a, with a black wash, like, um, like uh, Nolan oil. But then once that dries, you can apply this uh, model wash for rust effects. And it does give it that rusty look, that orangey brown look. It looks perfect. I love, I love that stuff. Another alternative to um, to using Nolan Oil is from Army Painter. It's this uh, dark tone ink. Yeah. I think it's slightly thicker again than Nolan Oil. Yeah. I liked it just about as much as I like the Vallejo model wash. Yeah. Um, uh, great contrast and uh, just a good alternative to Nolan Oil, which is a little on the thin side. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the other the other uh, wash I want to talk about is from a company called Mig Mig Jimenez uh, mm-hmm. Washes. They're known for their older weathering stuff. Yeah. And a lot of sort of historical model makers use MIG products. They're, they're known for their, um, for their washes and uh, weathering powders. And I picked up something called Trax Wash, which is uh, meant to basically weather the tracks on tanks. Oh, that's cool. It's made out of enamel paint. So it, 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 you can work with it a little bit differently. It's, it's not an acrylic paint. Mm-hmm. Um, it's thicker, definitely. But it leaves a perfect worn track, like, like they've been worn and then there's like rusted grease on them. Mm-hmm. on the tracks 
and it just gets you that um, that worn track look really with one one coat of this stuff. It's fantastic. I love it. I just picked it up a couple of weeks ago and been using it on uh, some of my Imperial Guard tanks. So so there you go. It's a world of washes out there. <laughs> and they've been helping me paint really well. So experiment. all I can tell you is experiment with washes. When you go, next time you pick up some paint, pick up some washes you normally wouldn't have in, in colors you wouldn't expect. Or even pick up some kind that, that, in, that match the GW colors but aren't GW and just play with them because um, you're going to find you're going to get different results with these different companies and you, you're going to find you, there's some stuff that works even better for certain uses than, than the standard GW stuff. GW is the standard. All this stuff is great. But sometimes you want to deviate from the standard a little bit. And yeah. um, that's why I recommend Vallejo and Army Painter Washes because they do such a great job at giving you a different look to something that you could make look like everybody else's army out there. These help you stand out just a little bit. And that concludes the Bob Ross segment of the show. <laughs> that's right. And then we'll paint a happy little cloud over here. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. On to, on to rumors. Rumors. Yes. Or uh, not really... Not really at this point. It's it's more just news. News. Gene Steeler Gene Steeler Cult Codex coming yes. out. Everyone's already seen the headline. We bre- we've mentioned it last time, I believe, and now we have confirmation from GW. We've yeah. got prices. Yep, and we have uh, a new unit along with the Codex that's coming out. There's gonna be some dice, which are actually really cool looking. These purple dice. Mm. Uh, purple and black dice look awesome. I kind of, I kind of want to get them because they're so beautiful. Oh wow! Even though I don't, even though I probably won't get the the codex, it, they're going to come with. There's uh, the other uh, model releases are going to be the cultists, the gene cultists themselves, the yeah. box of ten. Awesome, look super cool. Yeah, very detailed. They look a lot like the ones that came in Overkill. Yep. Yeah. So those guys, and then I think the the neophytes. Yeah, those are the. Uh, are those the cultists? The neophytes, I think, are. Are they the half? There's another, yeah. So the other box is the box of the of the ones that have, look way more like gene stealers. Yeah, gene stealers. They've got like four arms and stuff. Yeah, including one guy that has like a giant buzz saw that looks. Oh awesome. yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that looks awesome. So it'd be two new boxes of models coming out, but the one that really caught our attention was the new gene stealer cult limo. Oh yeah, or not really a limo. It's more like a bulldozer. <laughs> it's called a Goliath truck. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it I think one of the configurations is that it has like a bulldozer blade in front with it, these it has like rock a, like a crusher, rock crushing like steamroll yeah, stuff. Yeah, like uh, blades that spin around or yeah. something yeah, to rock, crush, literally crush rocks and do underground mining. Yeah, it kind of looks like the like the vehicle from Total Recall. Yeah, it's sort of, yeah, it does. <laughs> remember, yeah. remember that? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so uh, I'm. Probably not going to get the Gene Stealer Cult Codex. You say probably. Well, I was going to say for sure no until GW released their 15-minute intro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where they talk about how cool the the Gene Stealer Cult is. Hyping them up. Check out Warhammer TV on YouTube, and and they've got a couple of guys talking about, like, what makes this army special, and... Their rules sound crazy. Yeah, the, apparently they are able to like teleport around. Sort of, it's like it's burrow, them like setting burrow underneath. I think it's like I think they like set up like trap doors and they have like s- out secret ways that they can like travel around the map and stuff. So they can just pop up in random places you want to expect and ambush you. Yeah, which sounds so, mental. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I think I think they've got a couple of uh, powers, and depending on the formation they're in, one of them is to sort of blend back into the shadows and sort of disappear. Yeah. 
And the other one is to sort of like, you know, come out of the ground or burrow out of these secret sort of passageways that they've sort of set up as part of the cult so that they can pop up in unexpected places on the battlefield, do their attacks, and then blend back into the shadows. Yeah. Uh, That sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. It sounds quite fun. At first, I'm still a little skeptical on only because I don't feel that this is necessarily army-ish. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I'm not coming with the pre, the attached nostalgia of like knowing these guys from way back in the day. So I still don't feel that they're army-ish enough, but they st- sound cool and they could still like easily win me over, I think. Uh, well, they're not going to be army-ish, army-ish enough in the sense that, you know, yeah. I, I think they have enough units by themselves to, like, you know, challenge an existing space marine or yeah. you know, Zeno's army. But... You can uh, ally them or or use uh, imperial, imperial guard, guard units, which is which is funny. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Lehman Russ tanks, sentinels, and you know uh, guardsmen um, is pretty awesome. They've infiltrated everywhere. So uh, so I, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting army to to see, and certainly one that would be fun to play against. Yeah, I certainly think so. It'd be a frustrating army to play against if they could constantly yeah. disappear. It'd yeah. be like warp spiders, except worse because it'd be an entire army of warp spiders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How annoying is that? Yeah, they attack and then they disappear. Looking forward to find out more about them, but again, it's just I'm not into the whole Tyranid thing. So I don't know. I, I've always liked the Tyranids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, not me. Okay. Uh, no. Well, you know what I do like, though? Blood Angels. Yes, I know. And we got the new book, Angels Blade, and it is awesome. It's fantastic. I'm halfway through the fluff right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll confess, I never read the fluff in almost any of the supplements. It's always full of things like none could withstand the fury of, and then insert the name, whatever unit they're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, that's, that's common Typical trip. GW writing. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> few could ever <laughs> match the apparently, unfair fury of. Apparently, few can ever withstand a soft breeze in the 41st millennium. Yeah. But the, the story they have here of, you know, uh, a system or a planet that is in hosting something that, you know, must be obtained <laughs> by both sides yep. as a MacGuffin is pretty awesome because they send in a mostly death, uh, death company units, uh, to come in and, and, and do the job. There's Captain Carlane and, uh, a group of blood angels mm-hmm. and terminators that certainly play a prominent role, but the biggest role is played by the chaplains themselves. Um, Lamarty's, and uh, Chaplain Daynor, which is a new character. Yeah, he, was he the one who got his leg cut off by? Well, do you, you're gonna don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. There's oh, some, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he might be suffering injuries later. <laughs> well, look, uh, it's not much of a spoiler. There's an there's an awesome photo which has already been circulated of Karn versus Chaplain Daynor. Yeah, yeah. I uh, imagine. I imagine. We we. I don't. Chaplain versus I, Karn fights don't yeah, go well. Yeah. But the fluff is actually really, really cool. Yeah, um, I'm totally digging it. It, is, it plays like a melodramatic space opera with plenty of, you know, battle scenes and, you know, last minute saves and oh, yeah. missions going crazy. And what happens to uh, the Blood Angels when they first 
warp into uh, come out of warp and uh, oh yeah that's, go to the go into the, that the system great. yeah that was great fun is awesome it's not it's unexpected and it kind of sets up why the why death company is is required in this in this bunch of missions oh yeah i, I remember from because that's how that happened in the traitor's hate yeah so there, it's two accounts of the same story yeah this is yeah this is the flip side of that coin so it's uh it's very cool and i'm i'm thoroughly enjoying the fluff and i'm going to finish going to finish reading the fluff which again for me is a big deal did not expect to enjoy quite so much i always start reading the fluff like uh within a couple of pages i get bored and i'm like okay what are the rules what are the cool <laughs> what are the cool formations to, to whatever you know codex i'm reading but this one's got a great story yes that being said there are new formations in here here um, we go yeah and they're pretty awesome and they also have upgraded some of the units in here uh the first one is the angel's blade strike force oh yeah yeah uh so this is this is a decurion detachment for blood angels basically yeah right if if you form this this particular strike force you get the red thirst which means in the turn in which the model from this detachment charges into combat the model adds one to its initiative characteristic until the end of the assault phase a model has made a disordered charge that that turn receives no benefit from the red thirst okay pretty good plus one initiative yep okay you already get furious charge because you're blood angel mm-hmm so you got plus one strength, plus one initiative on the charge. That's pretty awesome. The Sons of Sanguinius, any unit from this attachment that is reduced to half its starting number of models, rounding fractions down, immediately gains the Zealot special rule. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. So the way to put this together is uh, you need zero to five commands, command command units, uh, one core plus, and then one, one or more cores or one or more auxiliaries. So... Um, so the uh, the command would be the Golden Host. Mm-hmm. That would be the Sanguinor or Commander Dante and two to five units of Sanguinary Guard. Yep. All right. We'll, we'll get into their rules in a second. And then uh, the other one is leaders of the Angelic Host. One of the following, a Terminator Captain, Captain Tycho, Librarian, Mephiston, a Sanguinary Priest, Brother Corbulo, zero to one Command Squad, zero to one Storm Raven Gunship. Okay, so, you know, one of the typical HQ units from yeah. the Blood Angels. And then you have Chapter Ancients. Now, this is cool oh, yeah, because, frankly, your Dreadnoughts could be your HQs. Mm-hmm. And that would be three to five units chosen in any combination from the following. A Librarian Dreadnought, a Dreadnought, and a Furioso Dreadnought. So you could have three Dreadnoughts be your command. Um, and they, they wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't have to take up a heavy slot or any of this stuff. They come in as... Um, as sort of your command units. Well, our brain dreadnought already comes in as an HQ choice, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. It's so far, it's been the only dreadnought you could take as an HQ choice. Then there's the core units are the Battle Demi Company, which is one captain or chaplain, yep. one command squad or Furioso dreadnought, mm-hmm. three tac- three tack squads, mm-hmm. one assault squad, bike squad, attack bike squad, or a unit of land speeders, one devastator squad, and one dreadnought. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, it, it's kind of a more of a general, you know, take all comers kind of a configuration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Archangel's Demi Company is the other core choice. That's one Terminator Captain, two Furioso Dreadnoughts, and then five units chosen in any combination from this list. Terminator Squad, Terminator Assault Squad, Vanguard Veteran Squad, Stern Guard Veteran Squad. It's very aggressive. Very aggressive, very expensive. Yeah, there was a lot of elite. The super, super elite. Units. Super elite. And then you got to have two Furioso Dreadnoughts. I mean, that's not a bad thing, but, you know. Still. You got to have those models. 
the elite, the elite units are the Archangel's Orbital Intervention Force, which is three Terminator squads or Terminator assault squads in any combination. This is actually an awesome, awesome formation. Yeah, because they that doesn't allow you to like shoot twice, then charge. Is that the one? Yeah, that's this is the one that allows yeah. you to, from deep strike to basically shoot twice and then basically assault from deep strike. Yep. And the turn you come in, same turn you come in, but it counts as a disordered charge. But still, still awesome, still nice. awesome. It's a bunch of Terminators right in your face, shooting you twice, and then charging you. Yeah, that's 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 holy difficult. mackerel. Tenth Company Ambush Force, three to five units chosen any combination from the following list. Scout Squad, Scout Bike Squad. If you want scouts, you get these guys. Death Company Strike Force, one Death Company Chaplain, three Death Company Squads, one to three Death Company Dreadnoughts. Okay, that's cool because they get their own special rules. We'll get into them in a second. Yep. The Lucifer Armored Task Force, one Tech Marine, three to five units chosen in any combination from the following. Ball Predator, Predator. And then one three units chosen any combination from the following list. Land Raider, Land Raider Crusader, Land Raider Redeemer. Expensive, but very, if you like to run Blood Angels tanks, yep. this is the way to do it. And if you do, you're a bit of an odd one. <laughs> you are. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the fifth edition, when there was the Rhino Rush, yeah. everybody was running da, 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 know, da, 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 Blood da. Angels tanks because they had fast engines. Yep. Uh, next um, elite would be Storm Raven Squadron, which is two to four Storm Raven gunships and then you have a rapid assault force which is comprised of one of three units chosen any combination from assault squad bike squad attack bike squad or land speeder squadron you get no upgrades no special rules for this this just gives you a fast attack choice okay so this is just there to be like yeah, yeah. to just fill it out I. <laughs> and then a fire support choice again you get no special rules for this one of three units chosen any combination from the following list devastator squad vindicator or whirlwind Cool, yo. All right. The Death Company uh, Chaplain model that was released about six months ago, which I love, the one with the wings, yep. it finally gets its own rules. He comes in at 125 points. He's jump infantry. He comes packing an Inferno pistol, the Crozius Arcanum, a jump pack, frag grenades, crack grenades, and Rosarius. His special rules are Furious Charge, Independent Character, and Zealot. And he also gets Rites of Blood. In a turn in which a Death Company chaplain charges into combat, all Death Company Marines in his unit reroll fail to wound rolls in the fight subphase. A model that has made a disordered charge that turn receives no benefit from the rights of blood special rule. He also can take um, special war gear, including the relics of ball list. Mm, all right. Yeah. Uh, Captain Carlane, the Terminator captain, he he's in here too. He oh, yeah. he comes in at 135 points. Well, no, he, isn't he just isn't he just Terminator? He's captain? just he's just known as Terminator captain. But, but he gets he gets he gets access. I think he's just a Terminator captain. But doesn't he get access to like the hammer of Ball or something? Yeah, he gets, which is like a master crafted. Yeah, he whatever. gets a special hammer. He gets, he gets a nice hammer. Yeah, that's, that's his deal. Um, assault squads get a little bit of uh, a little bit of love in here. Not still not troops. No, still oh, not dear. troops. Sadly, still not troops. Why? It, it was so good. Yeah, yeah, they get. They basically get the same benefits that now the regular Space Marine assault squads get, including using an eviscerator. Okay, so they just say it's just an updated version. It's an updated. It, it brings them in line with um, with Space Marine assault squads. Yep. Devastator squad. The big upgrade for them here is again they they match the Space Marines. They get uh, grab weapons finally for the first time. It took a while to import from Mars, but they they got them. They there. finally got them. They also get the <laughs> um, Armorium Cherub, the the little Melta baby. Yep, that gives one of them a reroll. Um, so they get that too. So they get their little upgrade. Cool. 
There's something called a Battle Demi Company. That's the first formation in here. Was that wasn't oh wasn't that like the big old That was the one that was already in the Blood Angels Codex. Wasn't that the one that just had <clears> so <throat> much ridiculous It's expensive. It's I don't like, I don't, it's an entire army essentially. Yeah. The the yeah, and it's not nearly as good as the regular Battle Demi Company, the Space yeah. Marine Battle Demi Company. The only benefits you get from this is um you can reroll your warlord traits, which you could do anyway. And for the regular Battle Demi Company. And then you get the Red Thirst, which is this um, initiative, initiative increase. Honestly, it's not enough of uh Yeah, it's just too expensive and too, like, limiting. Yeah, I mean, compared it to free stuff. Yeah. The fact that you would get free, you know, free stuff free, versus free, free vehicles. Increased initiative. Yeah, I'd rather go with Space Marines and get free vehicles, yeah. like free Razorbacks, than to go with this thing. Or I mean, War Convocation. Oh, yeah. I'm not foreshadowing anything. No, you're not. The Archangel's Orbital Intervention Force. Now, this is an awesome unit because it's the one that's the three Terminator squads chosen between regular Terminators and assault squads. They get something called swift deployment, which means that um, they have to be held back in deep strike reserve. But when they make a reserve roll, you make a single roll for the entire formation. And then they all arrive at the same time from deep strike reserve. And when they come in, they can shoot twice on the same turn they arrive in by deep strike, which is awesome. And then the second round of shooting, the second round of shooting does not need to target the same enemy unit. So that, that's going to give you an option on who to charge too. Yeah, you, you just turn on like Fight of the Valkyries and go ham. <laughs> exactly. And then, then of course, they can also charge from Deep Strike, but it counts as a disorder charge. Awesome. A whole bunch of Terminators, yeah. 15 Terminators right in your face. Right, who've already shot at you twice. Just So you will probably want at least one unit of regular Terminators and then a couple of units of Assault Terminators in here, and you're going to wreck house. And I thought my Raptor formation was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Archangel's Demi Company is yep. one Terminator Captain, two Furioso Dreadnoughts, yep. and then and then five units chosen among that. We, we talked about this. Yes. Um, their, their special rules are they're stubborn. Already. Okay. Um, they're, they're, they're an elite strike force, which means you make reserve rolls for units in this formation, fr- starting with your first turn. That's pretty good. Okay. Storm of Angels. You can re-roll failed reserve rolls for units in this formation with deep strike special rule. There we go. That's nice. Yeah. In addition, units from this formation arriving from deep strike scatter D6 less. Oh. That's great. It's 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 a Dante. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is a core. Is this a course choice? No, this is an elite choice. An angel's virtue. If this formation is chosen as your primary attachment, you can re-roll the result when you're rolling on warlord traits. Okay, okay that's good. That's you have a scout, a scout formation called the Tenth Company Ambush Force. Ooh. Three to five units from among scout squads and scout bike squads. Oh. Um, the scout bike squads have to come with cluster mines. So it, it's it scouts the musical. It scouts the musical exactly. <laughs> what they're singing is something a special rule called concealed positions. Each unit from the formation that deploys using the infiltrate special rule and does not have the stealth special rule is quote unquote concealed. A concealed unit has the stealth special rule until it moves, runs, turbo boosts, charges, or falls back, at which point it immediately loses the stealth special rule for the rest of the battle. For some reason I thought of the newsies when we mentioned Scouts musical. <laughs> They're are, the newsies. Yeah, they were little page boy caps. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna model them. That'd be great, yes. Buy a little mini <laughs> little, little suspenders. suspenders. Little, there like, we go. Wool pants. You could you could pin on the suspenders. Wool pants that end sort of at the ankle. Plaid <laughs> <laughs> socks. They're the newsies. Yeah. Uh, the trap is sprung yeah. is a rather special role. During the first game turn, all units from this formation have precision shots. Okay, not bad. If you want to camp objectives, 
not a bad way to go. Yeah. Especially because if they have they have stealth, not bad. Here's the one I love: the Death Company oh, yes. Strike Force. Okay, that's one Death Company chaplain, three Death Company squads, one of the three Death Company dreadnoughts. They can also take Storm Raven. One of the, one of the units can take Storm Raven gunships, um, which is fantastic. Or not one. Any any of the Death Company units can take Storm Raven gunships. They all have the Black Rage. All models in, in the Death Company squad's information and all Death Company dreadnoughts information add one to their attack characteristics while they're within 12 inches of their formation's Death Company chaplain. That's fantastic. Oh, yes, it is. So, I mean, yeah. this basically means that these guys can get six attacks on the charge when you equip them with like bolt pistol chainsword yep which is phenomenal which just... mm-hmm. <laughs> is phenomenal i mean death company guys already have rage yeah and they have feel no pain yep right and furious charge and or furious charge, furious charge and, yeah. and if they're part of this you know decurion detachment they're gonna get and you know the plus one initiative. initiative yep holy moly fantastic suddenly they roll over everything they see yeah Fantastic. Okay, the next uh, unit is the Golden Host. The Sanguinor or Commander Dante? You're always going to take Commander Dante. Why wouldn't you take yeah. Commander Dante? What is wrong with you? If you do not take Commander Dante, he <laughs> is five, the best. Two to five units of Sanguinary Guard. Airborne Assault. From your second turn, you can choose a turn. And, oh, this is interesting. I didn't know this. What? You from your, Starting from your second turn, you can choose a turn from in which the units from this formation arrive from reserves without any need to roll... Dice. Well, we, that that didn't factor into our. No, it didn't. Because we were playing a special, we playing a special mission. Rules, special so mission. Yeah, all units in this formation must arrive on the same turn, and all must deep strike into the battlefield. You can reroll the scatter dice when units from this formation arrive from deep strike reserve. That's phenomenal. Yep, that's pretty nice. You, so you can basically take these guys. Like if you're doing, you know, a mission based, um, like an objective based mission. Yep. You can have them come in in turn four. Yep. And assault. And then take over whatever objective they were going to. Yep. I mean, that's... It's quite... It's madness. It's just... That's fantastic. The next special rule is that... Tactics! Glory of Sanguinius. All units of this formation can charge on the turn they arrive from Deep Strike, but always count as making a disordered charge. Yep, that's that's pretty nice. Just, if just you, get Dante immediately there in someone's face. Yes. As they scream in terror, because it's Dante. That's Oh, awesome. oh dear. Uh, this... This particular formation, um, I ordered another unit of death as of a uh, sanguinary guard yep. because of this formation. I want to. I always. I want to run the golden host a lot. Yep. I would imagine they're awesome. The chapter agents that that formation with the three um, dreadnoughts that can be your commands command team. Uh, they their special rule is called the well timed blow. Hmm. Once per battle, at the start of any blood angels turn, the dreadnoughts in this formation can deliver a well timed blow upon the foe. When they do so, instead of moving in the movement phase, they can either shoot as if they were in the shooting phase or pile in and fight as if they were in the fight subphase. Different debt dreadnoughts can carry out different actions if desired, so some might move, some shoot, and some fight. Dreadnoughts that shoot or fight can do so again in the same turn. Hmm. Not bad. Nice if you like dreadnoughts. Yeah, but I think if you, I mean, for the fight thing, I guess you have to, it, you can only do the pile-in. Yeah, so I guess you have to be close. Like three inches, within three, three inches away and, from something. And then something. you just like move in and... Yeah, that would be unexpected. Yeah, well, <laughs> well yeah, because then all of a sudden you just like, what? <laughs> yeah, and then that guy's going to come at you again. Yep. If he hasn't finished you off. 
the Storm Raven, Storm Raven Squadron. That's uh, two to four Storm Raven gunships. That's an expensive. Man, they're two hundred points a piece. Oh my God, so it's four hundred bucks, uh, four hundred points, just a <laughs> price of entry. They have the Annihilation Strike. Once per battle, at the start of any of your turns, you can pick any enemy unit anywhere on the battlefield to be the target of the Annihilation Strike. Oh, dear. When you do so, there's any Storm Raven gunships from this formation that are within 72 inches of the target unit and have line of sight to the target must fire all of their remaining Storm Strike missiles at it. <laughs> okay. So, if you don't like it... I really don't like that storm surge. Die, yeah. storm surge, die. die. Yeah. Conduct the attacks as if they were being carried out in the shooting phase. No other attacks can be made by the storm raven gunships as part of the annihilation strike. The storm raven gunships can shoot again in the shooting phase of the same turn using weapons they they have remaining and not counting the storm strike missiles they used against the number of attacks that can be made this turn. That's an odd. So right at the beginning of your turn is when is when the storm strike missiles attack happens what an odd rule it's it's kind of odd it seems I, like it wouldn't change much oh, oh no well, look you could have char- you, okay I, I mean it, it'll help you determine since you're shooting it before the storm ravens move oh no yeah okay yeah that makes more sense. it'll help you determine yeah you can you can uh you can move somewhere else and, and attack something if else. you wanted to fin- finish something off that you hadn't killed with right. the uh, storm ravens and you can just uh right do that and yeah, and it allow you to basically, you know, target something else when it's their turn to move. The Lucifer Armored Task Force that, that all the tanks, their special rule is Scout, which is great. Yep. And then first in the battle, all predators and land raiders in this formation have overcharged engines at no additional points cost. This means that all vehicles in the Lucifer Armored Task Force have the fast unit type, as described in the rules. So man, ball predators right in your face. They have Scout. Yep. Right, mm-hmm. and then move twelve inches, and then fire. So you put them right at the edge. Yep. Move six inches for your scout move. Yep. Right. Yep. Another twelve inches. So that's eighteen inches in oh. that first turn. Hooray for free movement! Oh my god! And then they have twenty-four inch range with the assault cannons. Oh, yeah, that's so nice. good. Yeah. So those are the uh, those are the formations. Um, the librarians get now have access to all of the new fancy schmancy um, space marine powers. Yep. You know the librarians discipline, the technomancy discipline, fulmination, and geokinesis. So that that goes that brings them up to up lovely, to lovely toys. the The book also comes with three different missions, which is fantastic. I love it when we get free missions from GW because they're usually pretty fluffy and well thought out. Mm-hmm. And then there are new relics in here. The new relics. Oh yes, I remember. They yes. all suck except for one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm just telling you that I would never take any of the relics in here except for the one. Um, so the relic they're called the relics of the lost, and they're for they're meant for Death Company. Oh yeah, I remember this. We we like went over them one night, and we were like, "This is this is atrocious." Right. These are for these are for Death Company. Um, the reliquary the reliquary the reliquary armor thirty points. Ugh. Oh dear. It gives you a two plus armor save. Okay. And then you have Adamantium Well and Crusader. What? 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 Mm, I mean What? If you really? if you're gonna face psychers. Really? Uh I guess. Even then. Even then. It's even then it's like thirty for, points for, two, for like for a two plus armor save. Just get artificer armor, man. Well sometimes you can't take it. Like a chaplain, you you know, you'd have to go terminator oh. armor to do that. 
Oh, Terminator Iron Chaplain. I guess if you want to, if you really want to give your chaplain the two plus. No, no, this is only. Remember, this is only for Death Company, right? Oh, so, so that's weird. The only people who there are no independent characters except for you know, so the, the name. Death- the name characters can't take. You know, you know yeah, well, yeah. actually, the, no so the name characters the- can't. So basically, this is all for the Death Company chaplain, right? Okay, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Let's. So you can give him two plus armor. Okay, actually, no, that's not that bad, actually. Well, I mean, no, I mean, if it's if, if we're talking just, if we're talking, I mean, it's really situational and that's kind of dumb, but it gives them access to two plus, like, art, essentially gives them access to artificer armor, which is nicer, but still, just if you want, if you're going to do that, I just guess. give, them, art, just I, give then, them access it, to artificer armor in that case. Yeah, because this is a little expensive. I don't think I need to pay 30 points for that. But then it would make him a two plus four plus because of his four plus and won't save. Yeah, but like and then he has feel no pain. Like yeah, everyone's but ev- no. I don't think he did, didn't. We just say we went over his rules. Just. Oh, he doesn't have feel no pain. Yes. Oh, he doesn't have feel no pain. Oh, the person boy. who mentioned that in um, the game we just played. You're right. He doesn't have feel no pain. As I stroke my beard <laughs> menacingly. Oops. Mm-hmm. Oops. Oh dear. We played, we, uh, foreshadowing. We played a game with Blood Angels Chaplain, and I I thought he had feel no pain, but because he's Death Company. But I guess mm. I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, I don't. Yeah, I, don't yeah, I think yeah. it's too expensive for two plus armor. Yeah, no, but, I agree. But I, I, I can agree. see it situationally. You can. You may want it. Yeah, but it's like the next. The next item is called the Guardian's Blade. Also thirty points. Oh my god! But, this by so Jove. expensive. It's a. It's a blade that's strength user AP two. Okay, that's it's, yeah. Melee, armor bane, master crafted, two handed. Um, okay, so it's a strike at initiative AP two. You're getting. You're giving up one attack. And you're getting master crafted and armor bane in return for an AP for a user strength user weapon. Right. You you got like what four strength for okay, thirty no, points. That's for, not no. That's not that's not right, man. That's, that's not too right. expensive. Like I mean, the only guys like yeah. like armor bane works for like increased strength stuff. At least like plus two, plus one, anything. Right. Nah. 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 And that's to smash the back of vehicles. Yeah. That's what this would be good for. Just bring a power fist guy for 25 yeah. points. It's just like, rather than, yeah, this, this doesn't make any sense. No, I don't like it. Okay, the blood shard. The bearer of the blood shard has counterattack. That's it. How much? 30 points. The mark of corn is laughing at you. I know, 15 right? points for rage and counterattack. I don't, ha, 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 ha. no, oh, not oh, worth it. Not worth chaos. it. You anyway. already have so many, you have so many ways to get extra attacks because of Death Company, that this is not worth it. Yeah, that's, I don't get that. The next is Balls Vengeance. 20 points. Mm-hmm. It's a template pistol. Yep. That is Strength X, AP6, Type Pistol, Poison 4+. 4+. 4+. 4+. Plus. Four, four plus. Four plus. If it was 2+, plus, I'd be like, ooh, okay, that, was, could, that I, could do some I'm going to say it's a typo, and it should be 2+. plus. Because <laughs> <laughs> like poison- why would you want a 4-plus poison weapon? You're not, you're not going to encounter you're not gonna encounter many high-toughness swarms. Like, the only reason I could see you doing this going is... Going after monstrous creatures? Like, jet bikes. You know, this... Yeah. That, but that's about, that's about it, really. I, the, I, like, bikes, just, jet bikes... No, this would work against well against the robots. But you're only getting two wounds I know, on that. that I know, not worth it. Even then, it's still four. It's, just it. like, it's a pistol. It's dumb. Whatever. It's a template range. Yeah, it's just like... It's 20 points. Pass. Again. 20 points. See? You see why these all suck? Ugh. The next one is called the Firestorm. It's a pi- another pistol. <laughs> oh, my God. 12-inch range. Strength 8. AP 1. It's a melted pistol that's mastercrafted. That's all that is. It's just... Uh, that's 25 points. Just want to make sure I don't miss that shot, man. <laughs> 
not worth it. Not worth it. What is this? Get yourself what? a librarian with, you know, prescience. What is life? I don't know. Okay, so the only cool relic is the Gilded Crozius. 25 points. Cheap Ooh. compared to the other things we have here. Yeah. Okay. This Crozius is strength plus two. AP three. Mm -mm -mm, that's nice. It's no. got concussive and mastercrafted. I mean, cues beware. It's that I think. Yeah, the AP three is what nice. AP three is nice, but here's the other benefit you get. What? Oh. In addition to the weapon profile, all model in the bearer's unit have feel no pain special that have feel no pain special roll can reroll feel no pain rolls of one. Yeah, that's nice. That's great. See, See it, some it, of that. No, gets, that's, no, that's a relic. Yeah, that's a relic. No, that's a relic. I don't want, just don't, just don't just tack on Mastercraft to my gun. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's something cool. Um, there are special warlord traits for Death Company now. If you're, if you're running what's called the Lost Brotherhood Strike Force, which we're going to get into in a second. Oh, yes. Um, the warlord traits are, they're okay. I think there's a couple of good ones in here. Mostly not great. Okay. Um, the first one's called the Blood Auger. Oh. Once per game turn, oh. as long as your Warlord is still alive, you yes. can reroll any single dice. It could be a reserve roll, a to-hit roll, a saving throw. Eat your heart out, Brother Corbuo. A single dice of a leadership test. So you wouldn't even get the whole leadership roll. You just, <laughs> just single, single one. And I roll, yeah, I rolled a one on that. I rolled a six on the leadership test. I'm going to try and roll again. Um, so Okay, so that's okay. It's it's the Brother Corbuo reroll. The Beacon of Rage. Your warlord and all friendly death company squads within 12 inches of him, when they declare a charge, have fleet. Eh. Well, it's, it's okay. It's useful for being in the I run jump. I run jump packs, so well, I mean, that yeah. is useful. But I mean, if, you're like, if you want to just like use your jump packs movement phase, and then you have fleet. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's okay. It's, it's all right. Not As a amazing. warlord trait. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The next one's called Cage Fury. Your cool. warlord and any unit he joins have the Rampage special rule. Uh, is that the one where you're, if you're out, if out you're outnumbered, you have to be outnumbered by like a certain. Yeah, you have to be outnumbered. Yeah. yeah. Which is not uh, great. All right. No, not, not, no, not eh. great. Okay. Infectious uh, Tenacity. Your warlord has the Feel No Pain special rule. Not. He's already gonna. No, he doesn't have it. No, 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 he no not necessarily. Right, he's the blood, the blood, uh, co death company uh, chaplain does not have feel no pain. Your warlord has the feel no pain special rule. If your warlord already has the feel no pain special rule, then you add one to any feel no pain rolls you make for him instead. Mm -hmm. Okay, well that would be good because then he would get feel no pain. Yep. Black Fury, your warlord has the rage special rule. No. Okay. <laughs> So you get one more extra attack. No. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's not worth that's, it. The next one is, the last one is Visions of Heresy. Your warlord and all friendly death company squads within 12 inches of them have the hatred for chaos demons and chaos space marine special rule. I'm not going to roll on this warlord trade table. Yeah. It's, it's that's, not worth it. Yeah, that's I don't good. like it. All right. So the, the final really cool thing in here is you can run a death company army. Yep. Um, because they have the Lost Brotherhood Strike Force, which is a decurion detachment for just for Death Company, which is awesome. Um, the command benefits are that one, you can reroll your Warlord traits. Sure. Okay, that's good. You get the Red Thirst, which means the adding plus one initiative to the charge, which yes. is pretty good. Actually, really great yeah. for Death Company. 
And then you get something called unleashed upon the foe. Immediately after setting up a unit from the detachment during deployment, you can move the unit six inches as if they were making a move in the movement phase. Um, the unit cannot run. Units that arrive from reserve do not receive this bonus move. So you can just sort of, if you decide to put that company like in rhinos or something, yeah, you can just creep them up creep. a little closer. Just, just or in a land bit. raider, just keep that up and move that up a little closer. Yep. That's pretty cool. In order to run this uh, Lost Brotherhood Strike Force, you need one command, one or more core, and um, zero to five auxiliary. Mm. The Death Company command is one to three of the following. Astrath, Marty's, mm -hmm. or Death Company Chaplain. Oof. The Death Company Strike Force, which is your core here, the only core choice, is one Death Company Chaplain, three Death Company Squads, one to three Death Company Dreadnoughts. The uh, elite choices are the Archangel's Orbital Intervention Force, which is that Terminator ones that, mm -hmm. that come in and, uh, you know, assault from turn one, or assault the same turn they come in. The Teth Company Support, which is the Scout, the, the Newsies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Newsies. The Lucifer Armored Task Force, the Storm Raven Squadron, or the Rapid Assault Force. Mm -hmm. All right, so this is pretty cool because then, again, you can run a Death Company Army. And then finally you get Death Company Tactical Objectives, which mm. is pretty good. Um, let me see if there, any of these are any good. Glory of Angels. Score one victory point at the end of your turn if any of your Blood Angel character models killed an enemy in a challenge during your turn. That would be good. If any of those enemy models have the independent character special rule, score two points. That's actually... Okay, so this is great because they're really good at killing, you know... You just have to... Well, it's... In a challenge. Yeah, but you have to position yourself. I know. It's, it's situational. It's tough. Mm -hmm. Right? Because it has to be your turn, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those are always tough. The Legacy of Cabanda. That's that demon that fought Sanguinius. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Score one victory point at the end of your turn if at least one enemy vehicle or monstrous creature was destroyed during your turn. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, you just... You try to kill a... Kill something big. Kill something big. Drive them back is the next one. When this tactical objective is generated, your opponent must select a single objective marker that is within their table half. If you control that objective marker at the end of your turn... Score two victory points. Ooh. All right, that's fun. Yeah, so you have to... That's good for deep striking yeah, that's units. Nice. Uh, the next one is called All Out Attack. Score D3 victory points at the end of your turn if every one of your units that could have declared a charge in your turn <laughs> did so. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, very fluffy. That's really oh, funny. Oh, man. These seems to be very go big or go home type yeah. objectives. Uh, the next one's called a Martyrdom of Sanguinius. Mm. Score one victory point at the end of your turn if at least one of your characters and or your warlord was slain during your turn. <laughs> I guess to honor Sanguinius' death. <laughs> I honor you with my own death. <laughs> one victory point. Okay. Suddenly Dana is looking around. Where's Karn? Where's Karn? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take him. <laughs> I'm taking one for the team. Vengeance for Sanguinius. Score one victory point at the end of your turn for each enemy unit that was completely destroyed during the assault phase of your turn. There we go. You can score a maximum of six victory points with this tactical <laughs> objective. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, that one's a good one. So that's the book. Angel's Blade. Uh, a must get if you play Blood Angels, and especially if you're a fan of Death Company, which I am. It is awesome it is part two of the black crusade series that is coming out yep traitor's hate was part one this is the blood angels perspective on the same you know sequence of events great painting guides in here great artwork 
lots of pretty model pictures, you know, but, you know, guys dressed in red armor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a lot of tactical maps for the yeah. way the fluff plays out, the way that they actually talk about the, um, the how the forces are deployed and what they do. Mm-hmm. Love the book. Fantastic. I'm going to spend hours reading it. Love it. So that's our take on um, Angel's Blade. We'll take a little break now. When we come back, we're going to talk about our battle report. In this case, it was the Lost Brotherhood Strike Force versus the Cult Mechanicus War Convocation. When we return. Okay, we're back. All right, we decided to uh, immediately play the formations in Angel's Blade yep. and take it against... I asked Alec to pick the hardest army that he could think of to fight against the list that I gave him in advance. Uh, because I'm just trying to just basically steal myself and find the right army to take the LVL. And Boy. I really loved a couple of formations <laughs> in in the Angel's Blade book, so I thought I'd give him a, give him a try. And I really love Death Company, so I went with the Lost Brotherhood Strike Force. Well, this was a very hyper elite army, wasn't it? It sure was. Okay, yeah. so let's let's talk about the armies and then what happened. All righty. All right. So talk. Uh, walk us through your war convocation. Okay. Well, so the war convocation consisted of the Imperial Knight, who was standard. He had he was the thermal cannon variant. Um, he had like a storm. I believe it was a storm strike. Missile launcher, which was a strength fate AP three three shot forty inch um, forty eight inch carapace mounted weapon. I then had the battle manipole for the Skatari, which consisted of one Iron Strider Balistari with a um, twin linked Cognus Laz cannon and an Onager Dune Crawler with plenty of upgrades since they're all free. The Great War Convocation, terrifying, really. So yeah, yeah let's just mention that in the war convocation, any and all upgrades to the army are free for those who don't know the greatness, uh, it, which is phenomenal. It just oh, so I had an infiltrator squad. I had a rust stalker squad. I had a ranger squad of five, and then I had a vanguard squad of ten. Then I brought what I think really a really fantastic budget warlord choice, the tech priest dominus. Only 105, only 105 points for the base version, obviously, with War Convocation. Or with War Convocation. Yeah, but that's all you need, because all the upgrades yeah, are free. Yeah, because all the upgrades are free. <laughs> yeah. So you can just give him all a bunch of stuff. And he just he just packs so much cool stuff. He has so many nice little gadgets, like the Eradication Rays, this nice little Strength 10 one-shot blast. I could, like, vaporize a dude or maybe punch a hole through a vehicle. He has a nice, like, five-shot Strength 4 pistol. And I gave him the Otto Cadicus of Arcan Land. Arcan, not Arcane. 
it basically it just gives him and his entire squad uh, it will not die which was great because I paired him up with the robot manipul toughness 7 free plus armor feel no pain monsters who are accompanied by the cybernetica data smith it was this nice strength 6 ap2 pistol I, you see everybody, I like how everyone gives, gets their own little flavoring of like weaponry yeah a nice little weaponry and I think that was your army. No. Oh, Two squads of Catafron Destroyers. Oh, that's right. Of course. How could I forget them? Oh, yes. All of them packing nothing but grav. Nothing but grav. And it was all free. And I was very happy. But of course, no army, and I mean no army, could ever be complete without the Imperium's finest warriors. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the Electro Priest. Electro Priest are back. The Jazz Hand variant. <laughs> <laughs> the j- the jazz hand electro priests. That's how we model them. Oh yeah. Okay, this is their third recent appearance on the show. <laughs> oh yes, they are. They right. easily MVPs of every game. <laughs> okay, so I brought the uh, I brought a formation of the Golden Host, which is Commander Dante, and then two units of Sanguinary Guard. Oh, 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 I then oh, oh. brought the Lost Brotherhood Strike Force. Which mm-hmm. consisted of one Death Company chaplain, and I gave him the grail, the gilded crozius. Okay, that that relic, the only good relic there is. And then that's three units of Death Company, and they each had a power fist. And three units of five guys. Yeah. Um, there was one power fist in each unit. Cool. I had two Death Company dreadnoughts, each packing a melted gun and a storm bolter, and they had the talons, mm-hmm. blood talons. All right. Uh, for my command choice, I had Lamartis. And then finally, as my auxiliary choice, I had the Rapid Assault Force consisting of three separate units, uh, basically three separate land speeder units, each yep. with melted guns and heavy bolters. Once I laid out my army on the table, yep. it was really just I realized like, I'd made a horrible I was, choice. I was just looking at it, I was like, <laughs> man. Wow, because there were so few models on my side of the table, and compared to Alex, it was it was not even funny. Yeah, it except just, it was uh, if you're me. Yeah, it was not if you're me. Um, it was pretty sad. So the we rolled one of the we decided to play one of the Altar of War missions in uh, Angel's Blade. Uh, we rolled uh, and we got the one called Death on the Wing, which basically requires that any of uh, the Blood Angels units that have jump, skimmer, or flyer unit types mm. can't be deployed and have to be in reserve Ooh. in that first turn. So I had basically. <laughs> <laughs> that forced me to kind of null deploy because I had two dreadnoughts and drop pods and everything else mm-hmm. was either jump flyer or skimmer. Yeah. Right? So this was a this was a basically a victory points based on um, how many units you killed. You got one uh, victory point for every unit you killed. Um, and it was First Blood, Linebreaker, and Slay the Warlord. Yep. Okay. Uh, you won table sides. Yes, I did. And then... You won deployment. I won deployment. And I'll let you go. You go first. Yep. Yep. So you deployed. What happened your first turn? Nothing. <laughs> because I had null deployed. You had no. You had just I had no guys. Zero units on the table. So nothing. Nothing happened, which is great actually. Uh, for that, it was really funny. So my turn comes around, and yep. my drop pot comes in with one of my death company uh, dreadnoughts. And then I roll for reserves. And by the way, you know, under Dante's rules, he could re-roll for reserves. Yep. Right? And once you once any of the reserves come in under All the mission rules, everybody comes in. Yep. What did I do? I rolled two twos. 
one right after the other. So the only the only units I had on the table for turn were, one were a drop pod, drop pod, and, and a death company. company dreadnought who couldn't even charge. Yuck! Who <laughs> just like hi guys? So he came in. He shot once with the melted gun, uh, whiffed. Yep. And Looks behind him and is like, "Where's my Where's my backup?" <laughs> and then that was it. That was my turn. So uh, that was the fastest turn one we've ever had. So how could the great Alec Ruiz capitalize on this moment right here? Possibly able to table wipe before the game can even get going by whiffing every shot, my friend. Yeah. Nothing happened. Turn two, all your shooting missed. Yeah, there were two units on the table. The death company nothing, not in the nothing drop stuck, and you missed or it bounced off their armor. Yep, it, one, wonderful. It was a great start for all our armies. <laughs> exactly. All right, so uh, turn two rolls around for me, and luckily, out of the reserve comes everything. Yep. Right. So I I position my my death company pretty much all fifteen guys next to his um, neutron laser Onager Dune Crawler, mm-hmm. as well as a unit of his. Uh, Catafron destroyers with uh, grav amps and grav weapons. The uh, land raiders, sorry, land raiders, the uh, land speeders come in right next to your knight. Yep, and, I remember and, that. And they all have melted guns. Yep. So they're right there. Yep. I shot with the uh, with the land speeders and nothing, nothing, nothing didn't, happened. Didn't do nothing to your because knight. you whiff, you whiffed all three and. Y- yeah. In particular, you whiffed one because he was just close enough to the electrostatic aura. Of the infiltrators. Which gave him minus one ballistic skill. Yep. The poor man. Yep, so I, I, I couldn't hit you. I think I put one wound on one of your Catafron guys with uh, all the bolt pistol shots, right? And uh, again, I did not kill your neutron laser with the melted guns from the, from the death company, Dreadnought. So I think I ended up putting like... <laughs> one wound on... Didn't you kill the Onager Dune Crawler in this turn? In this turn? I think you did. Oh, I did. You did. You did. I did. I did. You, I did. you, you killed know what? I, oh, I melted him, and then I killed two of the you Rustalkers. You killed two Rustalkers. I killed two Rustalkers, and I and I killed the Onager Dune Crawler. Okay, so that got me first blood, and we were off the races. Okay, so that was that was turn two. Oh, no. So, actually, the the... Sanguinary Guard had come in. Yeah, and then they charged... They charged the... Electro Priest. Oh, this was right. great. This was great. This was great. I, how could we forget the most important the members? Right. Okay, Because so. you would position Electro Priest to, to basically act as meat shields. Yep, so that way you can charge. Warlord. So you unit. shoot with your mighty Angelus bolt guns uh, with what they have shred, right? No, they don't have shred. Oh, they just have strength four or AP, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so you had like 10 shots on them. I only no no these guys are going into battle bare chested, <laughs> and they only have their little force fields and feel no pain. So it's a five up five up, uh, like I don't know what was it seven like seven or something like a higher number than expected got through, and I blocked all but two of them. Yeah, it was crazy. You made you made you made great saves the whole game. MVPs. Um, so MVP. two of your electro priests die when I expected to take them out at least three or four of them. No, yeah. So then, oh, and it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. Nope. Because you decide, okay, I'm going to charge him and charge get, get him out of the way. The might of the electrostatic gauntlets takes out one of them in Overwatch. Yep. One of my secondary guard goes down in Overwatch. Oh, my God. Makes a one. Yep. Ooh. On oh. Overwatch. And, and, it do- and, it, and it doesn't end there because despite being outnumbered and despite having, oh, yeah, and despite having lower initiative, 
we kept you in we kept you in combat for a round, I think. Yeah, you did. You for a round, and not only that, but we killed another one. You know why? Because they have this uh, little rule that says that if they roll a six on the wound, it actually conveys two extra wounds. Yep. So that one wound made me had to roll. I had to roll three armor saves, and I rolled a one in there. And another sanguinary priest goes down. So two sanguinary priests, two, two sanguinary guard, get killed by the freaking electro priests. MVPs. MVPs. <sighs> MVPs. Oh my god, that's MVPs. horrible. Anyway, they uh, but they went in and they um, they cleaned up. Yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So turn three rolls around. This was the turning point in the battle. This is when things because it started down. off with you calling what canical? I called the reroll to hits canical. I don't know what the name was, but I just remember that it was everyone gets to reroll to hits for close to, for um shooting. shooting. Okay, so let me tell you that the so cheesy the war communication, <laughs> and then you got the warlord trait that says that. Whatever canical you use, you get the best version of it. Yeah, that was funny. No matter how many units you have. Normally, you get better canicals if yeah. you have more cult mechanicus units on the table. You you always had the best version of it. So this was that gave you the canical of rerolling all your two hits uh, for yep. sh- during shooting. And I used the... Oh my God, did you shoot? The heavy grav cannons make their turn. See, Dante... And his scary sanguinary guard running around, literally scary because they have that fear special rule, and crush them all. Yeah, they, yeah, the grab weapons basically wound on twos against, you know, the armor of the sanguinary guard. Um, So they basically killed everybody. Oh, yeah, it was it. It was horrible. It was terrible. (laughs) Just mangled golden armor. It's like bleeding. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, it's leaking. (laughs) These little cans. That's all that's left. Little sanguinary guard cans. cans. Oh, man. Yeah. So that And you you killed Dante as a result. Yeah. So killed the warlord and I was happy about that. So that left basically three sanguinary guard left and then... um, Who who were going to go around with the robots... I then turned my sights on the uh, land speeders, who were one of the few things that could viably kill off the um, the knight. So I was able. So I um, actually killed two of them. You killed two of them that turn. One of them did. One, did one of them go down? To, I think one of them went down to heavy grav. Yeah, one of them down to heavy grav. The, the other, other went one, down yeah. to. I think it was, it was. No, it wasn't. I think it was your imperial knight shot them with the uh, storm with its missiles. Yeah. Yeah. So that left, I left one left there. Who was charged. However, the infiltrators, boy, did they botch that one. Yeah. Because they just, they didn't get us. They charged and, and they, they just whiffed every wound. Yeah. They yeah. got plenty of hits in, just whiffed every wound. Yeah. Plus side, though, the um, robot charged in and just killed all the sanguinary guard. Yeah, the sanguinary guard eliminated the priests at this point, and so then the robots came in and took out the sanguinary guard. So yep. all my sanguinary guard are now been wiped out, yep. including Dante. Yep. Right. So that leaves me with two death company dreadnoughts and, and three, three units of death, of death company. Of death company. Two chaplains, uh, one one of whom is Lomardi's. Yeah, and then a two drop pods. Yep. <laughs> so my, my, one of my death company dreadnoughts gets revenge on your Cataphron destroyers and then just turn them into mush. Yep. And then he consolidated a little bit. One of my death companies decided to go after your infiltrators. Oh, sorry, your rest dockers. Yes. Killed yeah. them all. Killed them all. And then the others two just sort of didn't really do anything because they weren't in either range or... Alec had really cleverly 
arranged all his vanguard and rangers yeah. to be on top of a piece of uh, ruins that just prevented me from assaulting them unless I killed some of them. But yeah. all I had was pistols, so I couldn't really do much. Yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't really attack them. So I, I was kind of sitting out in the open with my death company. Yeah, they were. Oh, and you charged, I believe. This was the turn you charged in your uh, death company dreadnought. Into what? Into the robots. Uh, yes, I did. So, yeah, so my death company dreadnought, which is able to do nine attacks on the charge yeah. because of the uh, the death company uh, rule that says you get plus one attack with your uh, if you're within a certain in distance from your chaplain, got nine attacks with shred, mind you. Yep. Right? <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to be able to just kill both his robots. What I ended up doing is I ended up uh, putting two wounds on one of the robots. Because, again, yep. you made all your freaking saves. I made all my freaking saves. I indeed. know. You had five up uh, invuln and then five up feel no pains. It was. Because they're toughness seven. So even if I come at you with strength 10, you know, I'm still not going to double you out. So yeah. you're still going to get your feel no pain. Yep. It's just, it's just painful. That's horrible. And, yeah, so then after that, the robots then proceeded to just beat it to death. <laughs> Yeah, he went down a little hit too it, easy. Hit it until it stopped moving. Yeah. So that was... and then, Oh, and this was the best part, because on my turn, when my turn rolls around, the It Will Not Die works, heals one wound, and then the priest then proceeds to repair the robot. <laughs> so he's back up to full health. health and it's just like, yep, oh, he's Oh, man, what a fine. waste of a death company, Dreadnought. Yeah, that was, that was good fun. Okay, so I think it was on this turn I killed the last Landspeeder. Yes, you killed the last landspeeder for sure. Yeah, I killed the last landspeeder on this turn. What was my... I think my knight was starting to move to your... Yeah, my knight was moving to your um, death company. Yeah. Uh, he was shooting some guys. Yeah, he he had, he had taken out some guys earlier with his big blast, uh, thermal cannon blast. He'd taken out like three of them before. Or uh, or did he go for the... Um, but in this turn, he went after the Death Company yeah, Dreadnought. Death Company Dreadnought, that's what De- it was. He went after one of the Death Company Dreadnoughts and, and positioned who, himself right in front of it. Who performed... Way better than we thought he would. Took out like four wounds from the... Uh, the Death Company Dreadnought took down four wounds from the Imperial Knight. Which was like, oh, what the... <laughs> I know. So he actually got a victory point before he got he got killed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but he went down to the Reaper Chainsword D, uh, D, D, D weapon. Can't blame him, really. No, it's a D weapon. It's a D weapon. Poor guy. I know, but, but still. But he, he might have been my MVP, actually. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. killed. He, he killed, killed. He killed all the. He the, killed the destroyers, the Catron destroyers. Yeah, and, was, he, and he put four wounds on the on the knight. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. So, I don't think there's much to mention apart yeah. from you just pretty much shot up the rest of my death company. Well, Marty's well, Marty's squad made a um, last like oh okay um one of your I think one of your squads with the chaplain I think ran up. Um, but they were sort of standing out in the open, and I just shot them to death. Yeah, the, uh, another Death Company squad had run up and assaulted your your robots. Yeah. and and uh, no, the it tech was the, it was the Rust Stalkers. Remember, because okay, so after you after one of your Death Company squads killed the Rust Stalkers, I was able to shoot them to death. I think. Yeah, but I had another Death Company squad. Come yeah, well, Marty's Marty's, and he he went in yeah. and, and his unit went in and killed. Uh, one of the robots. Oh, and here. Oh, here's a great part. However, yeah. After one of the robots went down, I challenged <laughs> yeah, with my tech priest Dominus against the Marty's. Oh, but I had one thing going for me. I activated the canicles that gave me. Oh yeah. Plus 
three strength. Okay, this totally would have gone down differently if yeah. these freaking canicles weren't available. But okay, so t- what? T- tell us what happened. Okay, so guys, four strength base, uh, plus one strength for the axe, power axe, and one of the canicles you could activate is to give everyone in the army plus three strength. He gets it. So now he is swinging at strength eight, which means he doubles out Umardi's. Oh my god. Only, and only, the best part, only one wound got in, but it was the wound you failed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only one wound got in. I had a four up in one save. Off with I his head. It. So he doubled out Lamartis and Lamartis went down. That was terrible. Tech, priest, dominus. Yeah. Yep. That was, that was nice. Yeah. So. Uh, after you went that, after that. You just just slowly started shooting uh, up my death company, and you pretty much killed everything, everything except for my drop pods. At that point, I think we were we had going on to turn six. Yeah, and, you and I'm like, okay, I got two, I got two drop pods on the table. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna win. <laughs> so we ended uh, up. So we ended up counting, and I, I ended up getting seven points, and you got fourteen. Yeah, seven to fourteen. Right, I got first blood, line breaker. I got one victory point for the Imperial Knight damage. And then I took out a whole bunch of units, but not enough. You ended up with 14 points. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> okay. So that was a, that was a tough battle. Yeah. It was, it was tough. You picked the perfect army to go up against a very assaulty army. Yeah. I, I, what I find is that you can't rely on assault alone. Um, you really need to have some, some long-distance shooting you know, in order to like kind of like soften up the targets before you go in there with assaults. Yeah. Yeah. Because that and the fact that you're the stupid grab weapons on the uh, servitors. Oh, yeah. Catavrons. Man, they just it entirely eliminated my sanguinary guard. Yeah. It was just it was just crunch, 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 crunch. Yep. It was, yeah. They're just the perfect unit to deal with that. Yeah. To deal with that. They Death, see, Star, they, the Death Star. They came in and because of the way you had positioned your guys. Only one of the units could could actually attack. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, the whole, the whole reason you use the Golden Host is to be able to charge in the turn you come in. But the way you had positioned your army, which is really great, prevented me from doing that. So one of the major advantages of having them there, yeah. totally negated by good generalship at the onset. So good job. Good job, Alec. Bad, bad job, George. <laughs> and basically letting your army die a meaningless death. Don't worry. Dante will always get another shot as long as there's not a demon prince around. Yeah, I know. I know how that always ends. So um, we uh, look, I love this formation. The Golden Host is an awesome formation that allows yeah. you to, you know, charge from deep strike. I'm going to bring it again and again. I'll probably just, you know, bring it as part of a different formation. This was an all-assault army, pretty much. Yeah, this was all-assault. Yeah, I didn't have any long-range shooting at all. Yeah. You know. I, well, I don't, and I don't think, I don't really think the problem with it was that it was just all-assault. I think the problem with it was it was a little bit too elite. It was definitely. There was just, there was just, yeah. too, there was just too few units, man. There, there was just too, too few, few units. Yeah, there were way too few like, units. Corn De- like Corn Demonkin. They just there's a lot of bodies that they can throw at the enemy, and that allows them to actually do yep. damage because everyone's really great at combat. Yet they're all pretty cheap. Yep. So you can just throw bodies. Yep. And they will do work. Yep. I think there are elements here in this yeah. in the, in the Angels Blade book that certainly will, could be like could be part of a yeah. of a of a combined arm detachment or kind of a, a, a an, an 
in, in the broader sense of that, in the GW sense, but in kind of a, a multifaceted army. Yeah. Where this could be your assault, you know, portion. Yeah. But you can't rely on just no, because they're, they're just they're too expensive. Blood Angels assault units are great, but they're just too expensive. And if you have a whole a whole army made of them, yeah, just it's no. It's a one trick pony that's likely to not do well. You need like a nice. It's sort of like the Necron Death Star that shows up, but it can't it can't show up alone without right. without like support backing it up. Right. So I learned I learned my lesson. I need I need a long range support. I needed different types of shooting. The really the only shooting I had was yeah. the land speeders with their melted guns. It's it's either backup shooting or a lot of assault guys and a lot of them right right yeah. so anyway right. learn lesson learned Indeed. lesson learned i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to the old drawing board mm-hmm. and figure things out all right well well played right. though that was that was a fun game well played indeed that ends episode 25 of the eye of terror podcast we want to thank you for listening if you want to send us an email drop us a note about today's episode you can reach us at the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. Also, please come and visit us on our Facebook page. Just look on Facebook, the eye of terror podcast. And there we are that already has pictures of this lovely battle in between the war convocation and the lost brotherhood strike force. With that, I'm George and I'm Malik and we play 40 K. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs>